You are now tuned into the Mankind Podcast. Yo, what up? This is your boy Askey from the A50 Mob. You are now tapped in with the Mankind Podcast, baby. Blah. What is good? Welcome to the grand finale for season one of the Mankind Podcast. I am your host. You can call me Mankind. I'm your spiritual guide through the universe that we call Tucson Hip Hop. We've had an incredible season full of memorable moments and live events that will go down in the books with some of the best people to ever do it. And speaking of the best, we have an exclusive interview with the young bull ASCII coming up for this milestone episode. I'd like to thank y'all for supporting local media and continuing to keep shows like this alive. We can't do this without you. We want to bring you the best possible content. So while we're getting ready to record season two, go check out our YouTube channel. It's busting with fantastic video episodes and behind the scenes clips that you gotta see. Help us out and subscribe for new content every week. It's up and Adam, and we had him in the Takeover Lounge this week. I'm talking about King Cortez himself, the creator of the new entertainment website called Crowns and Thrones. Z Give and myself chopped it up with the royal one just moments after his platform launched, and he gave us an exclusive rundown on everything you can expect from that new endeavor. So go follow the throne at Royal Cortez CXT and Crowns X Thrones and peep out that full interview on at Lounge Takeover. We'll also have links to that on themankindshow.com. It's been a wild year and already musicians everywhere have been forced to innovate or face annihilation in the wake of countless streams and IG live battles. And without a physical venue, some artists are just learning about streaming. And many may find it difficult, even overwhelming, growing and maintaining an online presence in this absolute stampede of online creators COVID-19 has thrust upon us. You know, my guest today has embodied what it means to stay grinding in uncertain times. ASCII is one of the hardest working artists hands down, and his charisma on and off stage is infectious. Our live podcast event was a sold-out extravaganza at where else but South 6th Bodega, and we had an inspiring conversation about the Tucson scene, taking risks, staying motivated, and so much more. I'm really big on the gram. I love the gram. Uh, Obviously, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook or whatever, AskyBaby, A-S-K-E-B-A-B-Y. I'm there. I really prefer the gram. I really like the gram. It's the move. I'm on Twitter, but Twitter's usually kind of just jokes. You know, I don't, I don't really do too much. Facebook, I'm barely getting into the grind of posting music and, you know, doing all that. But the gram is like my home. I love the gram. That's where I'm at. What keeps me motivated, and this is kind of a, a personal thing too, man, because we just, Chris just lost his grandma just now. We just left the hospital. So, hey, man, rest in peace to Nana one time, man. And, Things like that are live examples of knowing that we all got an expiration clock. You know what I mean? Like, we all know, like, I mean, date, we all know when, we don't know when we're going to die, but we know we're going to die, right? We're on borrowed time, right? So I feel like I want to do as much as I can while I'm here, touch as many lives as possible, help as much as possible, get my story out. You know what I mean? Like, I want to leave something behind. I feel like I've had homies that died and 
we we grieve them and we talk about them and then everybody forgets about them. And I can't, I fear that, you know, I fear that happening. So I want to have music behind. I want to have buildings behind. So people go back and they're like, oh man, this nigga Askey really left a footprint. You know, I'll live forever, even if I'm not here physically. So I feel like that's what motivates me. Just, you know, being great and, and, and leaving something behind, man. Putting out music, <laughs> putting out music, man. Cause I've had situations where I'm like, oh my God, like this song is it. Like this is, this is the track, man. Like we leave the studio flexed up. Like, oh my God, this is it. We drop the song and it's like, ah, like, you know, like people will fuck with it, but it's not the way I felt. Mm-hmm. So I feel like putting out my, uh, my music and, and my personal feelings out there for everybody to critique and nitpick and judge is, is beyond. Like, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, it's nuts to me. Midnight, yeah. Just Watch featuring Evander Graham, produced by the hardest working producer in Arizona, counted by Chris. So this is an example, man. This is one of those songs where I feel like, oh, my God. This is going to be a game changer for us, right? This might, this might put us up a little more. So I, I believe in it. It's tough. I believe in everything, you know, everything that we do. You know, my team believes in everything we do. So we're bridging gaps, man. We're, we're, you know what I mean? We're bringing everybody together. There was a time where it pissed me off. I'm not even going to lie. I was really mad about it, and I was like, damn, these niggas are taking shortcuts. And there's people that are genuinely working on their craft but just lack a social media presence or lack the Spotify numbers and as I get deeper into this music shit, like the industry, it's a numbers game. Everything is a numbers game. I could have the greatest music ever, but I won't get popping until I'll, I'll walk out of this mall and slap the shit out of somebody and it ends up on World Star. Like, that's really what it is. Like, you have, to, you have to put up numbers. If you're not putting up numbers, then nobody's going to care about you, you know? When you want to get booked for shows, you're going to look at your Spotify numbers. You're going to look at your IG numbers. So now it's like I have an understanding of it, and it's still kind of bullshit that it's happening but either you you pick up what's going on and you adapt it into your hustle or you just continue to watch these motherfuckers blow up and take your spot you know somebody's always going to take your spot so i'm i'm starting to learn man i'm learning how to put these numbers up and do it organically there's no you know there's no faking there's no half stepping in anything we do man like the music's already there so now it's just getting the numbers up which is a work in progress so i would really highly i would highly recommend artists to Figure out how to get on playlists, you know, how to uh, do the TikTok shit, man. TikTok is is blowing up. I really I really don't like when when artists say that they're not thinking about money because that's bullshit. You're telling me, oh, I just I just do it for the love. I'm like, okay, well, you don't plan on getting paid off of what you do. And I feel like that's what separates me from at least eight out of ten of these niggas. Because I'm like, hey, man, if I'm popping out to your event, I'm getting paid. If I'm if you're booking me, I'm getting paid. You need a verse. I'm getting paid. Right. So eventually that stock just grows because I'm bringing something to the table. And I feel like the plan is to is for me to, you know, have that, have that sustainability where I'm able to take care of my family. I got little cousins I want to take care of, you know, and what happens when I have kids finally, you know, like shit happens, you know, like I got nephews like I want to put my brothers on. We need to start businesses. We need to, you know, music is just an avenue. We love music. I love music, but it's an avenue for us to start opening buildings and shit, you know. So I do want to be, I do want to be popping. I do want to be respected. I want to be great, but I do want to have my privacy. I value my privacy. I, I value my space. Honestly, I'm introverted as shit. It's ironic doing what we do, but you know what I mean? I can only be around people for so long until I'm like, shit, I need my space, man. I'll just dip out. So I just want to be comfortable. That's it. Um, the problem was they didn't want to let us in. Nobody wanted to let us in. So, you know, honestly, I'm a, I'm a very uh, I'm a very prideful person. So I feel like I'm like, you know what? If you niggas don't want to let us in, fuck you. Mm-hmm. I was upset. 
So we, we had a, you know, like, if we're not going to get booked, if we're not going to, you know, we're not part of the scene, we're going to do our own shit and you're going to see us. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to want to know what's going on. Then you're going to want to be a part of it. Yeah. You're going to see what's going on. And you're going to see the fact that we're not bothered by whatever else is happening with X, Y, and Z because we're so focused on what's happening with us. Yeah. So we took that mentality and we was like, all right, then we don't got to be your friend. Cool, but don't get mad when I start running laps around you. You know, so that's that's still what it is. If you don't want to talk and you don't want to be cool, then watch us. Watch us do that because we work hard, you know, and I'm already ahead because I got a team. I'm not by myself. So the workload is, you know, we're able to take on more, more things, you know, and I I love my team for that. I love my brothers for that. But it's like, yeah, man, they want to let us in. And I feel like now we're somewhat respected. There's still a few things that we want and we're going to go get. So it's really just, man, that was the problem. You know, learning and, and figuring out who's who, like figuring out what are reliable studios. Every engineer wants to say they're the best engineer in Tucson. Everybody wants to say they have the best studio space. Then I go and spend that money and I get my shit back and I'm like, what did I just, you know? So <laughs> what just happened? And there are some there are some dudes that are really putting in work, man. Shout out Martin. Shout out Heavy Beats, man. I really fuck with Andy in L.A., Jordan Rivers, man. Yeah. So there, there's some cats here that are definitely doing great things. Cole Angles is tough, man. Like, we, yeah, we just chopped it up recently. So, I mean, I got respect for a lot of people who are, you know, making their way or whatever. But we just had to filter through the bullshit and find out, you know, what it was that we wanted to do. Uh, last tour we did, we did, man, Indianapolis was nuts. It was like 800 people. It was crazy. And, like, I remember um, some random dude that was supposed to perform showed up mad late. So... They were like, asking, you got you to gotta hurry up. You got to go out there, right? So I told Chris, I was like, we're going to be on some Tucson shit. I'm not going to introduce myself. Just spin the entrance, and I'm going to run the fuck out like I'm somebody and do it and see how they react, right? So Chris was like, bro, you sure you want to do this? I'm like, my nigga's going to work. Like, let's just, just spin the track. Go out there first. Loop it. I'm going to run out. So I did that. Like, like uh, the dude... The dude was looking, too. We're all looking. I'm, I'm pissed off. I'm like, man, this nigga just came in. Like, we don't even know who he is. Upset, right? So then Chris just spins the entrance, loops the, I think he looped the intro or whatever, ran out and just with a crazy energy because I was already upset. I was, You know what I mean? Like, we were, we were turned up. So I came out. Oh, my God. The reaction that we received was nuts. Yo, it was nuts. Indy, I got mad love for Indy. Shout out to everybody in Indy. Indy was, Indy was crazy, man. It was nuts, but... I would say El Paso, too. El Paso knows how to party, man. Yeah, some kid lost a Yeezy. We were trying to bring him up on... Yeah, we were trying to get the kids on the stage. Security star put, like... It was wild, man. And then we had, like, a little meet and greet. It was nuts, man, because, like, we were just hanging out, you know, after a show casually. And then we just see, like, 30 people going up, like, yo, could we grab a flick? We had a line. And Chris did it as a joke. Chris being the smartest, he was like, line up if you want a picture with Asky, and they did it. So we're just like, yo, this just happened. So I would say, I would say, Indy and El Paso have been like the funnest shows that we've ever done. Like the energy, the vibes, the way they received our music, it's great. Like I, I love those shows. Too. Yeah, the festival's nuts too. I always love the festival, Tucson Hip Hop Festival. We love you. I love the vibes and I love the vibes in Solar. I love the vibes in Solar. I love it so much. The sounds hitting, you know, like it's it's a uh, it's small so it's intimate you put 300 people in there like it's gonna be a party exactly i like those shows i would say listening to different stuff as much as possible i feel like if i listen to just 
hip hop for a solid two weeks, I'm going to be brain dead. You know what I mean? And I love hip hop. That's my my love. But if I'm not expanding and listening to different things and diversifying, you know, my, my Spotify, whatever, you know, yeah. I have to listen to different stuff and then I have to go back to what I came up on. So all the stuff that my mom was putting me on when I was younger, I go back and listen to Tribe. I go back and listen to Daylight. I go back. You know what I mean? Like those kind of things I go back and listen to to kind of like refresh my my ears, you know, and, and come back and and just stay focused. And then I look around too, man, just being outside and. And knowing that everything that I rap about is still happening, mm-hmm. you know, my homies are still going through shit. I'm still yeah. going through shit. So it's like, okay, like, we're not that big yet. Like, it's, yeah, it's not that kind of party yet. So yeah. that is what really uh, humbles me and, and keeps me back where I'm supposed to be. I love it. You know what's funny? I actually got a, a clip sent to me today. Some kid was like, uh, yeah, ASCII's, ASCII's dope or whatever, but I'm going to surpass him. He was like, I'm going to be a star this year. That's great. And he was like... He was like, he just be saying the same shit. And he was like, I fuck with him. He was like, I fuck with him. But he says the same shit. They're all the same here. He said, they're all the same here. Yeah, he said, they're all the same here. Nobody's different. And it's going to be me. He has no music out. He's done no shows. I went back and found it. So my homie sent me the clip. And I was like, so who is this kid? He sends me a screenshot of him. I go to our, uh, our messages just to see if we have a thread. He hit me up, bro. Salute. You're on tour, man. Like. That's crazy, man. You on the road. So you a fan. You feel me? So I thrive off of negative energy. There was a time where I used to give it attention, and we used to go and pull up on niggas, and I can't do that no more. It's different. We have, we have things to lose now, you know, and we work really hard. So I kind of just let it go. There was a time where I would get really ignorant, and I'd be like, okay, especially if they're local. It's like, bro, I, I know where you stay, so I'll see you. Now it's kind of like, all right, I'm going to be cool. I'm a rapper now. That, I'm learning to transition into being a rapper. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's cool, man. I, I expect it. I expect it. Everybody's going to have opinions. I have opinions on artists. I mean, there's certain ways you should go about it, and not everybody understands that. But I accept it, and it's all good because I'll still see them at a show. I'll still see their girlfriends at a show. You know what I mean? Like, so you make sure that you keep that energy, and we're good. So I don't care about it, though, man. There's a lot of, there's a lot of positive shit going on. I'm love, man. Yeah. The city's holding me down. Arizona's holding me down. So... Uh, you know, five people that have something to say is not going to stop me and make me dismiss all the love I'm receiving. You know, the love cancels out all the bullshit all the time, all the time. Attack, you know, like whatever you can handle, you handle. And the things that you can't that are out of grasp, you just you put your trust in God or whatever you're higher, you know, whatever you believe in. And you attack what you attack. You make sure that you're able to execute every you know situation. And then another thing I learned, and I think I might have said this before, but just KYP. Know your personnel. Okay. I used to I used to hoop. Well, I still hoop, but when I was really like in a basketball, like I'm a great passer. I could pass. I Steve Nash. I emulate Steve Nash, man. Like I love Steve Nash. I could pass like a motherfucker. I love to pass. Steve Nash. I love you, man. So I pass a lot, and I get really mad. Yeah, I get really mad when I drop a dime and somebody can't finish. Right. Yeah. And this happened to me one time. I was at the gym. It happened like two, three times, and I'm yelling at this dude like, "Bro, finish!" I'm getting mad. Right. So this dude's like, Young Bull, KYP, man, KYP. I was like, what is that? He's like, know your personnel. Don't pass it to somebody you know that's not going to shoot. They're not going to score. And I was like, yo, that pertains to life, too. I'm not going to put somebody in a situation, a big boy situation, and I know they can't do it. You know what I mean? So that's it. So KYP and control what you can control. That's everything. I would say learn the business first. Learn the business first because obviously we all come in and, and just hope that things land. I hope, oh, I dropped this song and I hope a million people find it. Mm-hmm. 
You know, and then you get mad. Yeah, you get mad that people don't find it, and it's like, oh, I'm slept on. Like yeah. I'm pissed. You know, and that was my problem for my first year. Yeah, I was like, they sleeping on me. I'm pissed. You know, like none of these older rappers are listening to me. Nobody's listening to me. What the fuck? I'm mad, right? So it's just understanding the business and understanding how to market yourself and and really like building your brand, doing small things, man. Spending two dollars on a on an Instagram ad for a week, you know, like popping out to local shows and shaking hands and, and staying after your slot. Don't be that dick that performs and then leaves afterwards. Yeah. I mean, life happens if you got stuff to do, fine. Right? But if you know damn well you're going home and you're watching Netflix, man, stay. Right. Talk to these artists. Support these artists, you know. And I used to be that guy that would leave, too. And it looks bad. It, it looks like you have, like, a serious ego, you know. So um, I would say, yeah, there's just certain things you got to learn and, and uh, just market yourself. Make sure you push yourself. Make sure you, hu- you hustle, you know. Because your music's not going to land on anybody's ears unless you're forcing it and you're pushing it and you're marketing it and it's in people's faces. Then they're going to respect you and listen to you. I would say we, we kind of come in and we figure out what the vibe is. You know, Chris will ask me, uh, what do you need? So I'll tell Chris, for example, yo, we need a performance record. So what type of samples are we looking at? I'm really good at picking samples. Like, that's just, I don't know. I can't produce to save my life, but... I'm good at finding the sample. I'll tell Chris, oh, let's run through this. Let's find these, see if you could chop these up real quick. Then we just, we're really hands-on. Me, as we all was really hands-on with the production process. And then, honestly, I'm at a point in my career where I'm able to write a verse in like 15, 20 minutes. So we'll knock a track out in like 30 minutes, and then it's on to the next one. We kind of just keep it going. And, and I try not to, oh, man, since I first started, I really hated punching in. I always felt like it made me, like, lesser of an artist. It's really not, but it's not that way, you know? But there's a time where it's like, if I'm not one taking shit, like, I'm upset. The creative process is like this. If I already have, say, you know, me and Tommy are in the studio and we're just vibing. And the good thing about, like, our relationship with Tommy is, like, if I do one verse and a hook and we're like, damn, I can't come up with a second verse or we really need a second verse, I'll be like, hey, Tommy, he'll be on the other side of the studio. Tommy, you got a verse? Yeah. You know, like, we'll do it that way. But with that being said, like, there still has to be a respect. We'll split the track, you know, like, royalty. Like, I'm not going to have Tommy bless a track for free. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's certain situations where, like, if, if, if there's a homie in the studio, like, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out how we're going to split. Or you get this percentage or blah, blah, blah. But if you're reaching out to me and you're telling me, hey, I have this track for you, I expect to be paid for it. Now, if you're paying me... I have your back. You know, I'm pushing the song. I'm sending the song out. It's not like, oh, I'm going to just do this feature and good luck. You're on your own. You know, I'll do everything in my power to to push your music. I'll perform the track with you. It's love. We'll shoot the video. Whatever you want to do, it's love. But at the end of the day, it's like you don't go to a uh, you don't even go to a McDonald's and be like, hey, let me get a free burger. You know what I mean? Like we got to respect each other. Me and Chris, we go down. We split everything like we keep it business. And if Chris tells me, oh, I want bread for this beat, say no more. Soul Points in 850 and was paying me for verses. I tell him to stop paying me for verses and he'll still tell me, no, take this. So it's a respect. You know, we respect each other's craft and I'm open to do it. But even if the song, but if the song ain't hitting and the bread is there, I probably still wouldn't do it. And it also has to be like, okay. does this fit? Yeah. Is this going to be a song I can see myself on? Yeah. Because I can't completely compromise the brand and, and the sound because I'm going to give that to my supporters and they're going to listen to it. And if it's trash, they're going to be like, bro, you just took money and just wanted to get on this to secure the bag, you know? Right. 
So you really have to keep a, a balance in that and, and make sure, like, okay, this fits me and this is a vibe, you know. But it, it just depends on who's there. Like, I got some homies, like I said, we're in the studio and we're just vibing. And it's like, okay, we'll get on this track, but we're going to go about it a certain way, you know. Like, that's what it's all about for me. Man, we kind of already, like, we wanted to work with him. And Tommy kind of reached out at first, but we never followed up. So one day we had yours truly in the studio, a.k.a. Pikachu. And uh, we was in the studio, and what did he, what did he say? He, what did he say? Who do you guys want to work with? He said something. Who do y'all really want to work with right now? And we was like, oh, like, we wanted a Vander Grimm verse. Oh, that's bro. I'll get him on the phone. And I'm like, yeah, nigga, sure you will. Got him on the phone. He was like, yo, what's up, bro? He's like, look, he's on the phone. He's like, what, what's up with the verse and, the, you know, the video? No, verse, it was the verse. And we was like, yo, like, ask him for a video, too. You know, like, how can we finesse a video? Artists, if you pay... And another artist for a feature, please finesse a video. Do it. It's going to help you. Yeah, man, truly set it up. We got the price that we got, which was a, an exceptional price, man. Shout out to Evander for that. And um, we, we knocked the track out. Yo, the track, is, the track is nuts, man. And, like, the thing is with the song is, like, we went through samples all day that day in the studio. Like, we felt so much pressure, low-key. And, like, I even went on Instagram Live and was like, yo, Please help us find a sample for this track. Please. We're going through hella samples. And then I remember I found like some kind of like Cuban like band or something a while ago. And I was like, Chris, let's try this. Chris was like, bro, I don't like this. This ain't it. I was like, bro, please. So he dismissed it. An hour later, I was like, Chris, try it one more time. One more time. Makes the beat. Tanner and Adrian SV are vibing to it. And I'm not vibing to it. I was like, man, this ain't me. So then now they're like, bro, get in there and record a verse, man. Like, yelling at me to do the verse. They were really hands-on with, like, the writing process. We're bouncing ideas off each other. Then finally we get it done. I'm like, we hear it, and we're like, oh, my God. Like, this is nuts. Evander sent it back super fast. He's a pro. Then he, we was like, man, we're coming out to shoot the video. What was it, like a week? It was like a week right after. A week later, we put the money up for the Airbnb, came out there, boom. Finessed it. Shot the video. Video's done already. That's on the way. Shout out to Texas, man. El Paso really holds us down now. Then he was like, what's up with you coming and doing our show? Line that up, too. Yeah. Boom. Artists, if you get features, do as much as possible with the artists. Don't let them just send you a verse back and then that's it. It's the end all, be all. Build those relationships, man. I'm horrible now. I'm horrible. I'm, the, I'm a critic now. I am such a critic now, man. Like, we go, man, I mean, not loudly, but we watch people perform and we critique the shit out of them. Both positive and negative, of course, but, man, we're like, man, the way this sneak came out and is looking down the whole time. Like, I really, stage presence, too. Stage presence is everything, you know? Like, if you don't have a good stage presence, you already lost me. I'm on it now, though, man. I'm on it, man. I... The bar is, is set really high because I watch a lot of Cash. I watch Cash perform. Cash is my favorite performer. And I watch Tommy. I watch Marley, too. Marley's a really underrated performer to me. But I watch those three, and I always take something out of their performances because their stage presence is it's awesome, man. Like, Cash will look in your eye and say some ser serious shit and be flexed up. Like, you know, and Tommy's bouncing around and running around, and they all have their thing, their stage presence. So I make sure whenever we go up and we perform, we make it a party, you know, and an experience. You go home and you talk about it. You have fun. Because whenever we have a big artist, say I'm opening for Mark Battles in Tucson, nobody cares about the locals. They want to get the locals out the way. It's like, oh, my God, get the locals out of here. 
I don't want you to have that feeling when you watch us. I want you to be like, man, them niggas should have headlined. You know, like, so, yeah, we pay attention to details, man. It changed everything to the point where it's almost unenjoyable sometimes. But (laughs) for the Tucson Hip Hop Festival, and I want to thank you first and foremost, man, for really, you know, doing your thing. And we love it, man. We love to see it. I remember when you hit me, you're like, yo, this is mankind. You're like, if you need anything, let me. I'm like, you know what? That's solid. Because we, man, every time we do shows or we do with promoters, it's like, do this, 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 and this, and this. Hey, bro, like, is it cool if we could do this? No. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's never in favor of the artist. And I hate that. And I feel like when I dealt with you and, and Pike, you know, and everybody, it's love. Like, I, I love that a lot. And I love the Tucson Hip Hop Festival, man. I love it. And the way I see it is, if I don't headline next year, that's fine. I would love to be hands-on. Like, I want to help. You know what I mean? Like, if there's something that y'all need me to do, hey, ask you, what do you think about this? Plug me in. Like, I'm, I'm ready to go, you know? And we're fans of the fest first, man. We're always there watching everybody. Like, it's a different kind of environment, and I love it. So wherever you guys feel like I need to be at, let's go, man. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. First person I'm bodying is Tommy Will. Remember I said that. Remember I said that. Exactly. You're skipping. You're skipping the. You know. You gotta fall in love with the process, man. And and that's where we kind of need to come in and and give that game. I feel like I've been really hands on this year. Like all of us have with with artists and and making sure we're there for them. Now, if you don't want to listen, my nigga, that you know that's on you. But the few, like, souls where I'm able to chop it up with them and I'm like, well, how are you rolling out the track? Or, how, you know what I mean? Like, and he'll listen. Yeah. And I really like souls. And, and he has his own wave that he's on, too. And that's what I like about him. Like, souls is souls. Yeah. You know, I, where were we seeing him perform at? I saw him perform at, like, Ruben V's event or whatever. And I was like, okay. Yeah, off. yeah, never going to fall off. Shout out Ruben, man. And I saw bro doing his thing. And I was like, man, this, this dude's tough. Yeah. I like his energy. And then he reached out, you know, we locked in a feature and, you know, we've been rolling, but I'm here for it. You know, I'm here for because I'm still kind of like in that, you know, in that group, too, if you think about it. Like, I'm not even really like a veteran, so to speak, quite yet, but I feel like I have the knowledge of one. So that's why I'm always kicking down whatever I can. Be involved, man. Get involved with your peers. I mean, we don't always got to all be best friends, but... Support each other, yeah. uplift each other. Yeah, we gotta, you know, we gotta give each other a boost, man. I feel like it was I was telling Sunny, I was telling SD Visions the other day, we're at Panda, man. And I was like, hey, man, we got like at least right now off tops eight to ten artists that I feel like could be the front, yeah. you know. And it, and what's what's lacking is the overall push. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have everybody saying like these are our guys here. You know, like, when you think of Tucson, I want you to think of them. These are our guys. The way you would anywhere else. When we were in El Paso, anytime we said something about Evander Grimm, oh, Evander Grimm, yeah, that's the, we, we fuck with Evander We need that mentality here because we have the talent, and these guys are grinding, man. Like, we need, to, we need to continue to push each other, and I feel like Marley's doing a really good job of, like, implementing that, you know, like the sharing, and it takes five seconds, man. You Use your thumb to share a nigga's music, man. Cash is going crazy. Cash is really active. Cash is really hands-on, man. And it becomes contagious. Everybody's looking yeah. around. And it's like, damn, I kind of look like a hater now because I'm not, I'm not helping these artists out, you know? And the, and the content's there. And the content's there. So I feel like we all just got to continue to rock with each other, come to these shows, come to these video shoots, push the music, get on these tracks together, and just, you know, keep the respect going. And then when we leave the city, we still represent the city. 
every time we perform, we're from Tucson, Arizona. You know what I mean? And there's people that don't even know we exist. I found out the other day that L.A. Reid doesn't even look for artists in Tucson. Labels, labels don't look for us here. You know, that's a problem, man. Like, <laughs> so stop giving us the, oh, my cousin, my cousin's a rapper but has no music out type shit. Stop doing that shit. Support each other. Yeah, my cousin, my cousin, man, he, he got bars, but he only want to blah, blah, blah. Okay, so where's his music at? I'm telling you right now that I have music. I'm telling you right now I got videos. I'm telling you right now I got a show. So bring your cousin to the show and stop trying to flex on me. You know what I mean? So we need to do that. We need to be here for each other. That's what it is. I hoop. Yeah, I hoop, man. I hoop. Play ball. And I eat. <laughs> I eat, man. You catch me at the dive, man. At the dive, man. Tapping in with Che West. El Chepe. We need to support him, too. He's on to something. Chepe is on to something. He's a beast. We're coming up, man. We're coming up. Tucson is it, it's looking up, man. And I love it. I love it. I really... We have a local store. We have a local store in the mall, man. It started off on the south side, man. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, come in here, man. Like, this is what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah, this is what it's all about, man. First and foremost, I would like to shout out the love of my life, Danny. Um, shout out to everybody that's here, man. Shout out Zyda. Shout out Garf, my cousin. Shout out Soul Point. Shout out Tanny. Um, shout out Counted by Chris. We love you, man. Keep your head up. Shout out South Six Bodega. I'm really proud of these guys, man. I love these dudes like family. Um, yeah, Captured. That's the homie. Shout out Tommy. Shout out, you know, the big dogs, man. Shout out Marley. Shout out Cash. Uh, shout out everybody that's getting started, man. And just, you know, grind. I'm here. We're here. You know, let's keep the let's keep the love going, man. Get that hater shit out your system, man. We're on to something. Yeah, this is ASCII, and I'm going to skirt off at any second. No, nah, I'm probably going to stay here, but gang. <laughs> Thank you, ASCII, and the entire 850 gang, as well as Chepe the Taco King and the South 6th Bodega Squad for making all this possible. And make sure to continue to support local artists and businesses through these trying times. You know, we're planning season two of the illest podcast in the Southwest, and the lineup is going to be over the top. Thank you again for rocking with us at the Mankind Podcast. This has been the season one finale. Peace.